Hi, Black Hollywood Live fans. Today we're talking breaking confirmation news, Beyonce sued, and more. Stay with us on Justice is Served. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live. Justice is Served. Oh, hello and welcome to what I think is a very dark day in American history for our justice system. Uh, more on that in a bit, but my name first is Chelsea Galicia. It's amazing what two weeks will do. I'm gone for two weeks, and all of a sudden, I'm a new beginner all over again. <laughs> Thanks for joining me and my co-host, my lonesome co-host today. It's just the two of us here, Dominique Price, fellow attorney, and we bring you the latest in legal news every single week here on Justice is Served. I've been gone for a couple weeks, so I'm feeling like so have I. It's crazy. Amazing. I've been What's... gone just as long as you were, and I'm just like, I didn't even know how to get here today. I, I, when I left, we had a different president. Oh you know? yeah, and it is yeah. a totally different world. I spent like a week in Guatemala trying to like be in a different world, but of course, I was sucked into everything that was going on. And then last week, to get myself further sucked into everything that was going on, I went to D.C. for a political conference. So I am, in some ways, jazzed and inspired, and in other ways, like. Wired and wowed and Jesus, we've well, got a lot going on. Let's get some of that out today. Okay, so let's start here on one of the biggest concerns that I had about Trump's nominations, and that is Jeff Sessions for Attorney General. And probably an hour ago, he was confirmed. It was a vote pretty much down party lines, with only one Democrat voting yes. And especially after the the loss of the fight against Betsy DeVos yesterday. I don't know if, if we just, as pe- as citizens, didn't have it in us to fight that hard again, only to have the split, you know, broken by Mike Pence. The only time, really, that that's happened in yes. history. And then Jeff Sessions today. We've talked a little bit about him on the show, mm-hmm. um, about, I've talked about why I don't think he is a great pick at all, especially if you're a minority. Uh, he has been. I, I. He was denied a seat in a federal judgeship because of um, race issues, racial comments. Um, an interesting thing went down uh, in the Senate chambers. Elizabeth Warren tried to re- to read Coretta mm-hmm. Scott King's letter about yep. Jeff Sessions, yep. and I read it. Mitch McConnell silenced her, yep. which is also unprecedented, or as Trump would say, unprecedented. <laughs> um, I love when he does. I it's, love it. <laughs> it's I, oh, I know we need small, minor comic relief because this stuff. It, it, is I, so I'm provided rough. that, but honestly, I. <sighs> deep breath kind of day. It's a deep breath kind of day, but also I feel like I can't speak for all minorities. I would never even try to do that. But what I can say is that when you have a system that has been in place for hundreds of years that has never truly um, been a forefront for your rights or protecting you from those that continue to squash your voice or the people around you, I'm not surprised by his pick for um, education. I wasn't surprised for attorney general. Um, I think we kind of look at it and we're just like, okay, we continue to fight. Like, we're not going to stop because these individuals have been um, confirmed. It's 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 the same fight, different era, if you it's ask just, me. Yeah, um, Coretta Scott King's letter that she had wrote was from 
almost what 20 30 years ago yeah um and we're still looking at the same individuals so it's kind of like let's dig deep and let's continue to you know go hard in our communities and maybe this will be a wake-up call for the next run of elections that we have to do better with the individuals that are in the pipeline to run for these offices certainly i hope america is awake now and i i just think we're going to see some really uh, what you're going to see, I believe, is a lot of silence. So at least sometimes now when there are incidences of police misconduct mm -hmm. or enough of them that rise to the level where the attorney general sometimes steps in and goes, we need an investigation here to mm -hmm. see what's going on. I will not expect to see Jeff Sessions saying anything. If anything, he might say law enforcement is here to do their job and anybody get, that gets in the way of that should be um, should expect that they're not going to end well. Yeah, I had this well. profound thought actually um, last week. I was still a little bit on the hum of depression after the inauguration. And I sat to myself and I thought about it. You know, Dominique, there were a lot of like negative um, comments that were made after Obama's uh, um, first inauguration. And it really hurt my heart because no one actually gave him a chance. There were a lot of people that outside of the color of his skin did not give him the opportunity to be a great president, which I feel like he actually was. Um, so I had to take a pause back. And although there are several reasons why I may disagree um, with Trump and a lot of the people that he's decided to place in his cabinet, I'm going to give them all the benefit of the doubt that while their previous trans um, transgressions were extremely grave, let's give them the benefit of the doubt first before we decide that they're going to be horrible at their jobs. You may be kinder than I am. I'm trying to be kind because I feel like as a minority, we're always looked at crazy because the color of our skin. So who am I to pass judgment on you for your background when I don't know that you're going to show up in this particular job and act the same way? Like, let me mind you, I, I, I want them to do a great job. But if they don't, I will be the first one right there calling them out on every single one of their bullshit. So let's all like take a pause back and say... Flowers and sunshine. <laughs> Flowers and sunshine. That's really hard for me because I I know that uh, people don't really generally understand the job of the attorney general and how much power now Jeff Sessions has yeah. over justice in America. And I think it will be a rude awakening when things calm down. This is a guy who is who loves the, the war on drugs, mm -hmm. who thinks that the KKK is great until they use marijuana. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to me, I hate the word saying the word interesting because it's a sarcastic way of saying <laughs> silly to me, that people have a history of who they are and what they've stood for and what they've said and what they've believed in. And then we, we're like, well, let's give them a chance. They might be nicer now that we've given them more power. It's just, I've never seen that. I've never seen where somebody who was not a decent person became a great, fabulous person when they were given more power. It's just not how I understand human I'm psychology not, works. I'm not saying that these people are going to turn out to be wonderful people, but they may not turn out, I'm praying that they may not turn out to be as bad as we think they're going to be. Um, that's my only point. I, I want to give them that benefit of the doubt and let's let let's wait. Let's wait to see what they actually do. Now, let's take Trump, for example. I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt that, you know, he's a man of action. I commend him for one day waking up and say, hey, I think I could become the president of the United States and actually getting there. I give him that. 
and I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt through his first term as president. And then we got this ban. So it's like, he's already proved me wrong. He's not going to be a stand-up president. So now we move forward with what do we do next? Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I mean, I don't... Uh, what do you do next? If you were... I mean, if... If you're a minority in this country who already had problems with justice, don't expect those to get any better. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I feel like somebody's got to warn the people of what things are going to be like. I agree, but I'm also at a place where I'm tired of hearing people talk. Like, I want to tell everyone to shut up. And if you can't show me the last three things that you've done that help to give me some evidence that you're serious about your talk, I don't want to hear it. And what That's do you mean? My, I, you hear a lot of people complain about Trump or complain about Sessions' um, confirmation. But my question is to you, what are you doing to change the status quo? Personally, what are you doing? Is this something I'm supposed to answer? No, 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 no. But that's, <laughs> that's my question to other people. Like, because I hear what you're saying about, you know, things aren't going to get better. I'm like, well, things have been kind of shitty for a while. Yeah. What have you been doing? Mm. Okay. I hear that. I mean, I thought it was a, 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 an improvement to have somebody like Loretta Lynch. Um, there were investigations that were taking place. There were cities that were coming to agreements. Uh, Ferguson and one more city that we recently talked about that, you know, that... There was a, a, a meeting of the minds where the cities and the federal government were like, this is what we need to do to clean up what's going on. Conversation. The problems with the police departments and uh, excessive force. Let's monitoring monitor the situation, make sure that training is increased and whatever else that they recommended. But Jeff Sessions is sort of against these sort of arrangements, and so I don't expect to see them either. But let's let's move on. Yeah, there's and so much else to talk and about. Try to be more hopeful. I mean, are you hopeful? Let's say about Neil Gorsuch. Neil Gorsuch was is the or is Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court. I see your face drop. Like, don't make me talk about somebody else that doesn't yeah, have a lot of I promise, should. but that I, I don't, need to I be. don't see a lot of promise in the majority of his cabinet. I don't see a lot of promise in his pick for this justice. I am If there just... is one thing worse than Jeff Sessions for attorney general, it is another Scalia for the Supreme Court. I am serious when I say that and this he, is a dark I, day in America. You know what? I told myself today I needed to Google or wiki how old he was. 49. I was like, he looks really young and yeah. very fit, which <laughs> means he we will see him for the next 40 to 50 plus people. This should anger you. I mean, unreal. That, you know, are they going to confirm him, especially when the Senate denied even holding hearings on Merrick Garland? Yeah. I mean, just the the wave of consequences yeah. from the Senate not doing their job, mm -hmm. just Mitch McConnell on his own yeah. deciding we're not going to provide any hearings, we're not going to vote on Merrick Garland, just going to decline yeah. to do what Article uh, your of the Constitution says that I'm supposed to do right now. You just got... To I don't me, feel I like feel it. like... I would, you remember those schoolhouse rock? I mean, like a lot of our audience may be too, be too young to remember this, but do you remember those schoolhouse rocks episodes where they would kind of break down how the government works? I miss that, but we need to bring I that back. I feel like we need to bring that back because I think people truly miss how this all works. Yeah. Um, and it was, and I'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about um, some of the other topics that we have on for today. But I'm like, if we had a better situated Congress, if we held our congressmen and women to the standards in which they've signed on these oaths 
to do, we would probably be living in a way better country. So my thought process is, let's discuss how we keep them more accountable. Because I call Patty Murray. Hello, if you're watching. I call her. (laughs) I write her. I email her. Because I'm a concerned citizen, and I voted for you to vote a certain type of way. Sure. And, and I mean, I don't want us to get uber political because that's what our my other show, The Trump Report on After Buzz, is on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Yes. if you're interested in Love that. Love the plug. But, I mean, they're so intimately related that it's impossible to have a yeah, conversation sure. about justice being served in America when we're having these kinds of appointments go down yeah. right now. This is sort of like the the ultimate cop. This is the top, mm-hmm. the top cop and the top court are at stake here. And I just, um, I I was I was reminded this weekend in this conference mm-hmm. in hearing talks about all sorts of different issues that are up for mm-hmm. debate right now. Just how far-reaching the consequences yes. are of such a conservative cabinet and conservative court. Mm-hmm. And I, I I almost don't want to use the word conservative. I want to use more just. Mm, I, don't, I do agree that conservative from isn't the word. The Constitution, yeah, hmm. um, more That's like different. moneyed interest. Like it, it's yeah, yeah. I feel like the majority of these individuals are money driven and not people driven. Yes, and we need we need people, people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, even you know, you'll find law professors on all sorts mm-hmm. on all sides of the aisle, and thirty some of them sent a letter to the Senate saying why Sessions is not qualified. Mm -hmm. Now, the issue with uh, Neil Gorsuch is not that he's not qualified. No. He really is painfully qualified. Mm -hmm. But the problem is this whole thing about the Senate not hearing out Merrick Garland and even giving him a shot. I mean, I guess they could have heard him out and then voted no anyway. That was my thought. I, I just thought it was an extreme abuse of power. So it will be really interesting to see how Democrats respond to um, at the hearings for Neil Gorsuch. In all likelihood, he will be confirmed. I'm going to have a hard time. I, with my- I would like for him not to be. So for those of you that live in states that have Republican congressmen and women that are kind of on the fence... I suggest, I'm going to figure out a list, follow me on Twitter, and I will get you this list in the next two weeks. Let's start bombarding them to make sure that they do not vote for him, just on merit. All right, well, let's see how that goes. Let's see how this goes. Okay. Moment of action. I love it. I love it. All right, well, now let's move on to a different kind of lawsuit, but still somewhat politically connected. Melania Trump is suing for defamation. Yes. Uh, A... The Daily News, Mm -hmm. was it? Uh, Wrote an article that, in short, called her a prostitute. Not quite. Okay. What did it call it? uh, Call her. They they said that she had had an interesting, you know, history before (laughs) the Trump. Yeah. Uh, High-end escort? High-end escort is is not as bad as someone calling you a prostitute. I just want to put that out there. All right. I'm with you. And... So this is not really all that new. This, in fact, is a retry of a of a case that she filed in was it was it Maryland? But it got tossed there because it had no connection to the state of Maryland. So this one was filed in New York. A similar 
suit was settled, but mm-hmm. we don't know the terms of it. But she says that she got a significant sum, but mm-hmm. I don't really believe that. I don't either. Um, the the real and isn't the issue not the money, but a public apology? Yeah, which she also got. Yeah. So the 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 thing about this defamation suit, and you know, we know if you've if you've listened to the show before, how difficult it is to prove a defamation claim, especially when you're a public figure. But so the chances normally of it um, being successful her, for her, not high in this case, thinking she might prevail. I don't know. They only need one whistleblower. They just need one young whippersnapper to come up and say that they have receipts that they paid her. Wow. Can I'm just you saying. imagine if I'm that went saying, down? Like... All right. Well, that could happen. I've seen crazier things happen. Well, and a little more interesting than the defamation. Do you think that this rises to, because this is something else she filed, a claim for intentional infliction of emotional I thought that, distress? I thought she was reaching. Extremely yeah. reaching. For, for To be a public figure and to have people write heinously nasty things about you on a regular basis, I just did not see where she felt like she had a case. And for, I blame her lawyer. For this, this um, intentional infliction of emotional distress... It is a seriously high bar. Yeah. Extreme, reckless, yeah. like, unbelievable. Like, it really has to shock you. Mm-hmm. For somebody to be called an escort... Um, I mean, you have to understand that someone calling you an escort is very loose, honestly. First of all, let, what definition are they going to use? Yeah. Um, because Urban Dictionary will lead you to believe it's accepting a purse after a date. Oh, so I would like to hear, so that was my question in this, like, how are we defining the term escort? Oh, interesting. Because she technically could have been Trump's escort. Oh. I mean, wow. let's, uh, hey. I... Call me if you need a second chair. <laughs> I have some, I have some theories on how to argue this case. And the most interesting thing, the thing that got the most press about this case was about the claim in the suit that she is losing a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to capitalize off of being the first lady. Yeah, which I'm like, are what? And the, the attorneys cleverly disguised it because they didn't say it in those terms. This is what they said. This is a quote. Plaintiff had the unique once-in-a-lifetime opportunity as an extremely famous and well-known person, as well as a former professional model and brand spokesperson and successful business woman, to launch a broad-based commercial brand in multiple categories, each of which could have garnered multi-million dollar business relationships. Here it is. This is what it is. For a multi-year term during which plaintiff is one of the most photographed women in the world. This multi-year term is also known as the four years that her pres- her husband has been elected president for. So that- I'm just saying. So, I mean, that's uh, inc- great creative writing uh, right? on the attorney's part. I will be impressed by that. But it is a not-so-subtle way of saying she lost out on opportunities to capitalize on being First Lady. And she wants to sell... Because a lot of brands don't want to work with her but that I think that has defense. nothing that has nothing honestly that and I, I would love again her, uh, <laughs> opposing counsel call me again I would just like to iterate if they were to even have just one designer testify that the reason why they don't want to work with her has nothing to do with the fact that she may or may not have been an escort that entire argument falls to the wayside uh, Ricardo uh 
why can't I think of his last name, um, a very uh, Tom Ford's designer has come out and said it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, anything more so about her, but it's about his, her husband mm-hmm. as to why designers don't want to design for her. Right. So I just feel like this entire case is bullcrap, and I hate just I hate frivolous lawsuits. Like yeah. they really piss me off. Yeah. And I this mean, is one of them. I mean, personally. this is amazing yeah. that she, what she wanted to do was have an apparel line, accessories, shoes, jewelry, cosmetics, hair care, skin care, and I didn't hear fragrance. anything about what her platform was while she's first lady. Well, now we know what her platform is. To, to sell. Yeah. And so the, the, the defense would be for the I'm Daily just, Mail to take say, a moment. Like, that is... You want to you want to take a moment on this story and not sessions and gorsuch? A moment of silence. I'm like, this is your first lady. Oh. Your first lady is more concerned about selling apparel than she is furthering a public cause. Yeah, I yeah right. And and her public cause, if she did name one, was bullying. Because she's being bullied about her previous oh. escort days. It is one of those classic things when when you know when you say we need to. Um, deal with a problem and that you were like the leader of that problem so it's like you know her husband is bully in chief and she's like, we need to deal with the bullying problem it's it's you know like I, I i try all the time to be very you know diplomatic and you know understand everybody's point of view but on this one i just can't see yeah it. so 150 million dollars at least is what she wants claiming that she's lost those opportunities first of all why are those opportunities lost she's still got nearly an entire four years to capitalize. I think she's asking for damages that can't be calculated. Yeah. And I would love to see who the judge is on this. And the other defense is the fact that her husband's popularity is so low that that is what harms her ability to get these deals. Ding, and ding, not ding, that ding. anybody called her a hooker, basically. I like the word escort okay. better. There's All right. a I'll way st- more professional I'll stick to, to that one then. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I mean... I definitely... Well, here's a perfect example. Nordstrom just dropped uh, Ivanka Trump. Yes. So... Nothing to do with Ivanka, because she's amazing. Ivanka, nobody called Ivanka an escort, nope. and Nordstrom still dropped her. Another another great point for the defense. Mm-hmm. Okay. They need so, us, clearly, on the... <sighs> they know where to find us. I know. All right. And in other legal political news, mm-hmm. the the Trump ban is is sort of on trial right now, and we sort of have to break this down because it's kind of complicated. It's, it's extremely complicated, and I was on driving in. I was actually listening to the hearing, and I was like, I don't even know where to begin to talk to our listeners about this. All right, so let me try. So we have the the ban that was issued as an executive order. Mm-hmm. There are some people that think, well, if a president issued an executive order, that's really not up for review. Not necessarily. But that is, exactly, not necessarily. Especially when within that executive order, there is a discriminating order. Yes. This country takes discrimination seriously. I I mean, and that's just not even a thing that you learned in first year law school. I think you learned that in kindergarten. Right. So, uh, So as to whether the court's our right to review this executive order, I think it's clear, yes, because of the discriminatory nature of it. And I believe that there are laws that are still active and in place that forbid discrimination based on um, national origin and religion. And although... It's called the Constitution. Uh, yeah, and there's other explicit laws right, outside of that. but I'm, I'm that. saying, like, mm-hmm. if, if the Constitution is the supreme law of the land, 
I don't understand how you can have an, an Well, there's an a lot of people that order. think that the 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 rights um, and freedoms and all the protections provided in the Constitution only apply to American citizens. And so that's going to be an interesting thing to see because that's going to come up over and over. Because oh, it's these gonna, yeah. people do these people who have been banned are not citizens. Okay, so there's that issue. So so there have been a number of lawsuits filed, mm-hmm. and a judge in Washington filed a, a temporary restraining we order. We get it up there. Yeah. I just want to say that. There's been another, a couple of other states, yes. too, but that's the one that the judge first said, I'm issuing a temporary restraining order. First to file. Okay, so that means that there's going to be irreparable harm unless it's stopped. And so there's a couple of... of requirements mm-hmm. needed for a temporary restraining order. Okay, so the judge issued it. Mm-hmm. So what the hearings are on right now that this the Ninth Circuit, which is our circuit here mm-hmm. in California and other western states also known as the most liberal of the circuits in the country. That's why I we say her. that proudly. Um, we are very proud about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, not everybody else in the in the whole country is no. so enthused. Anyways, I think they hate us. <laughs> they might. So, anyways, so what the the three panel circuit judge mm-hmm. is judges are listening to by phone, by the way, because they're all in different states. Yeah, is, and because they needed to. So, because I did a little research on this, why they did it by phone for this particular reason, it was because they needed to hear it ASAP, right. and they couldn't get everybody there um, in chambers. Yeah. So they listened. So yesterday it was mm-hmm. like an hour's worth yes. of questioning an hour on both and nine sides. Thank you for that precision. And I so to the, whole the issue is about the temporary restraining order. Yes. So these three judges are not going to make a ruling on the, the ban yeah. itself. And we know for sure that it's not coming out today because they yes. said that, but they also said that they plan on making a decision today. Yes. Whatever. Which I was still surprised that it's not out yet. Yeah. This week, Will will yeah is when it'll be out. So I don't whatever they say is going to go to the Supreme Court. Yes, for sure. And and therein lies the, the big issue unknown at hand. Yeah, it's it's a really big circle that I don't know if everyone is truly understanding the. Which different is why pieces. I love this show because this is where we get to put the pieces, the pieces of the puzzle together. together. Okay, guys. So let's say for example that. This goes to the Supreme Court, and it's going to take a second before we get there. FYI, this isn't going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Once it gets there and Trump's new appointee is on the bench, I can tell you now that this ban is going to stand. Mm -hmm. I need you guys to swallow that. Mm. Swallow it one more time. (laughs) That's the circle of our beautiful system beautifully broken at the moment so that's that's very likely the case Mm -hmm. so if you had any objections as we were trying to say on our first topic about uh neil being confirmed yeah this would be the time to object yeah Mm -hmm. or hold your peace for forever for the rest of your life. Right, which is why, I, I, even though I appreciate the optimistic attitude of a lot of people, including yourself, I'm like, optimistic. I'm like, th- I mean, let's just be real. This freaking sucks. This is well, going to be I think the frustrating rough. part is, like, we come from a, from a very liberal region. We get the issue. It's like, how do we now educate and empower some of our counterparts in the middle to 
persuade them to push this issue to their representatives. Mm, yeah, well. Because yeah. that's the only hope at this point. Well, I mean, but, but I think it's in the hands of the courts by now. I don't think. I, I, I disagree. Oh, so you think that Congress I, I'm, could I'm roll saying it back. in this in this this big purple circle that we have going on today. I see. I'm just saying that if the if the main issue now is going to be, we know that this nine times out of ten is going to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. We know that when it gets to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is now going to be balanced on one side over the other instead of being a very balanced court. Well, it will if we replace Scalia, we still have a swing vote. Anthony Kennedy is the look at that face. <laughs> He's the swing vote. Uh, ironically, Neil Gorsuch clerked for uh, um, Kennedy at one point. You're looking at me like, I'd be crazy. Okay, so, I mean, it's, it's it, it just basically we would go back to what we had, even though it's wrong because the Senate should have at least taken up hearings for Merrick Garland. But anyways, we've already... Beat that point. I would like to block his pick for the next four years. I mean, this is part of me agrees with that wholeheartedly. But then it's like, are we just going to go as low as they did? I mean, they have I'm trying to go high. I know. I was trying Michelle to go high. Michelle would be proud. I'm trying so hard Michelle to go would high. Be really proud. Give me more reason to continue to stay high. I just, I don't. That's the key. I, I don't know any other way than to, almost to respond in kind. But I know it's like an eye for an eye and the world goes blind. And that's the thing, you guys. I'm, I'm, you guys, you. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that it's, I personally don't think it's taking the low road to, to block this particular pick. It's just that we're we're asking our Congress people to not follow the Constitution in doing that. And it's it feels like, well, well, they did it so we can do it. But then I know that's not even like the I'm point is that they did it so we do it, is that I just We were gonna one have the, to hope one that of cheaters the reasons, don't prosper. It's not even that, you guys, it's to the public. Here's my point. I fell in love and originally wanted to be a lawyer because I loved that our legal system was always evolving to create a better United States. Yeah. And it pains me to look at where we are right now and feel like we're going backwards. And that makes me legit, like, sit here and I, like, feel like I'm going to start crying. The arc of American history has always bent towards justice. And Until so my today. my point my point is is that replacing Scalia with Neil I feel like keeps us where we were and where we have been and doesn't take us to the next level as a country. I that's, that's me fair. personally and I don't that's know fair. if maybe America doesn't agree with me and I'm a lone soldier and maybe I really should just get off my soapbox. But that's how I personally feel about the situation. I don't see us progressing. I see us taking serious step backs, and that frightens me. Mm, Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think the election of Trump was a serious step back. But again, let's try and keep it to the law. Okay. All right. Let's let's change the subject. You are just trying to just keep just. Pull me of all my hope today. Uh, all so, these stories well, are just... Well, I mean, let's gloss over the other story that we're going to cover about one more state, the state of Louisiana being sued because they're not uh, providing enough lawyers for people that can't afford lawyers. I mean, people sitting in jail for months at a time can't get a hold they of their... They actually don't have any more. 
So my appeal to you is that if you are in private practice and in the state of Louisiana, consider doing some pro bono. Oh, also there are similar lawsuits in Florida, Michigan, Missouri, Utah, Idaho, New York, but and my, other states. So in those states also. Right, right, right. But my point, my point to that is that can you really be upset at the state for not having enough attorneys to provide? Well, it's a it's an issue of priorities. Oh, for sure. And it's, and a, it's a matter of funding are, as well. Priorities are reflected in a budget. Right, right, yes. right. But my thing is like, okay, let's appeal to the human nature as well. And if maybe you open up a sector to where you do something, you know, something quid pro quo for those that, you know, decide to do it pro bono. I don't know. But. Yeah. <gasps> and and if, if states can't afford it. You know, should the federal government step in and provide money? Yeah, yeah, because that's once in again, the it's a constitutional right. But you think Jeff Sessions is going to be Hell offering no. up money for that? Right. Well, and then that's when I get back to I feel like we're we are so far behind. Yeah, it's really sad. Okay, I mean, this one's also kind of something sad too. hopeful. Um, well, um, I was going to tell you this Beyonce story is hopeful, but I don't know. This song doesn't look so good for her. Interestingly enough, so I, if you guys follow me on social media, you know that I like to do, like, days where I talk about, like, Hollywood news stories. And so Beyonce was actually sued for from, for formation um, a few, about six months ago. Um, with a similar story claiming that she had took pieces from someone else's visual piece. Um, but the issue in that was that they were extremely different um, in that the elements that they were trying to claim were of copyright infringement were very, very generic. Um, so when I read this case, I was like, is this a, a repeat of the same case I'd already read? But I was like, oh, no, it's a whole new person. Um, I thought I didn't read the entire um, story because we had a lot to cover today. But the piece that I did read, um, there's a part in one of her songs that's like a dub over. It's uh, it's the person who does it is actually a famous New Orleans uh, bounce yeah. bounce music woman yeah. who has performed on stage in Louisiana with Beyonce during the Formation tour, and so I thought it was interesting that this person is trying to claim that it's a piece from then theirs because um, it's not factually correct. So I just was like really really confused as to why they added that portion of it to the claim i don't know what um, i, I what thought I that there was saw, some other basis to it though yeah i saw something similar she's she took a sample big frida that's her name I, sorry well this is this me. was being su- uh, sued by somebody who's passed away yes, right yes yes somebody anthony um barry messy maya so anthony barry was a i guess real name messy maya was mm-hmm. the public youtube name and uh, this person has now passed and the estate is mm-hmm. suing I mean, if it, I don't think it's disputed that Beyonce used a piece of this artist's work. It's just whether that person was compensated or not. But what I'm saying is that the person's work that they're referring to isn't the work that's in her video, is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Is that, that was my only point, was uh-huh. that the person's voiceover that she used is a rapper in Nolia that does bounce music. Oh, and okay. so I think the the what they're what they what they should have done is if so the Big Frida portion that they're they were talking about is a piece of Big Frida's show performance that she does at her shows, and so my thing is if she's taken something from this this person that's passed, the lawsuit should be on Big Frida. 
Well, this is. Does that make sense? This, yeah, it is different from what what my understanding was. With the, this was like a voice sampling. Yeah. In the in the music itself, not the video. No, it's the it's the voice. The actual voice is Big Frida. Hmm. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It, my my reading of it was 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 different. Of it, it seemed at least what I had seen that it was pretty well acknowledged. Like it was pretty. You could just hear it that this was somebody else's like voice. It was straight. Lifted. It so, wasn't so what like, I was saying was that there's two different portions of the their claim, and so I'm saying one of the portions isn't actually this mess of this messy Maya right. character, mm-hmm. in that the second one may have been her. I'm just saying that one of the ones that they're referring to isn't her. Okay, so then wanted maybe, to clarify. So that. maybe Beyonce wins half and loses the other. Yeah, half. that's my thought. You know. All right, and Split it's really sad that that's you know the 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 happiest story that we have to bring I know. our audience today. Because um, we are, you know, out of time. And I I really hope that sometime soon that there's a really great story of justice being served in America. Well, I mean, the IRS is currently trying to get a billion dollars for Michael Jackson's estate. So, silver lining. <laughs> silver maybe, lining. Maybe we should talk about that. I considered covering that one, but that one, you know. It's really lo- interesting you think? I thought well, I was like, I, we're going to put our audience I'm into that. So I, to me, it was, you know. All right. Well, maybe we will we'll give you a chance to cover and break that down. Because I love me some Michael. It's a little, but you know, some of the issue, this is a tax trial and some of the issues being brought up are like, what was the harm to him because of these molestation charges? And it's, it, it gets very messy. It gets very murky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think that's it for me. How about you? I wish I had a brighter note to leave you on. That's exactly what I was thinking. But I was trying to. No I've been. Thing. I'm. I'm racking my brain right now to think of something positive to leave you because I feel like these cases that we covered today were really heavy. But know that there's always a silver lining. That even if, if we don't you, know what it even is, even if we don't know what it is yet. But um, and don't feel voiceless. There are a lot of things that you can do as a private citizen, um, and it's time that we all maybe take a little more. Point in that I mean, that is something. the only silver lining that I have seen is that That's people are waking today. up. People That's are waking up. People are paying attention. And bad actors Wake are less likely to misbehave when they know that they're being watched. Yes. Right? So stay Keep awake, people. <laughs> stay awake, people. Justice is, is now basically in our hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, wait. I'm not suggesting that we all take really the law into our own hands. But you, hmm. I think you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. All right. So we will be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, like, comment, let us know your thoughts. iTube, iTube. Look at me Con- combining iTunes and YouTube. Um, yeah, uh, you can reach out to me directly at Chelsea Galicia and at. Oh yeah, you guys can reach out to me at Dominique P underscore E S Q. Okay, and I feel like I got to say something like, "Look out for each other." Yeah, <laughs> really bummer. We're like in that. this together. Yeah, there you go. I like that. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Crispin, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Hollywood Redefined. Redefined.
The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.